So this is Hafthor Julius Pearson and you're uh, listening to uh, Stark Raven Matt. Make sure you will listen to all of it or I will crush your hat like this. be checking in just now. Uh, you may have skipped over the preseason because in previous seasons we've said that we were going to do off-season episodes and we didn't. Uh, this season we actually did. Uh, so you can go back and listen to those. Uh, we did a couple pre-game of Thrones episodes. Uh, we did a couple recaps and we did a Stone Cold Lock uh, episode, uh, which we'll be referencing this within this episode of the podcast and probably throughout the season as well. Definitely listen to that one. That was real fun. It was a lot of fun. Listen to you that haven't one. been introduced yet. Uh, yeah, you can Neither only speak you. when introduced. Yeah, well, um, so why don't we start that? Uh, going around to the right. Hunter Steffes. Whitney Harris. Rob Alessiani. David Danella, former host. <laughs> yeah, he hosted the uh, pre-Game of Thrones episodes. First time uh, in Game of Thrones history that power has been transferred peacefully. Yeah. Uh, well, there was the other times where I was unavailable to be here, which will be coming up uh, in a few episodes, by the way. Oh. All right. Uh, so if you could uh, check out uh, us on Twitter, at SRM Podcast. You can uh, tweet at us. Uh, you can follow. Uh, David does the live tweeting uh, throughout the episode, so go check out at SRM Podcast. And if you have anything you want to say to us uh, during the episode, prior to the episode, after the episode airs, uh, anytime during the week when you're bored at work, email us, uh, srmpodcast at gmail.com. I mentioned it already, but we did the special episode last week, which was the Iron Bank of Bravos presents the SRM podcast Stone Cold Locks of uh, 2016. Uh, and we are opening it up to the audience, uh, to you listeners. So if you write to us with your five, and we'll have to shut this off, I would think, this week. Right? Yep. Uh, yep. Anything beyond this, and it's, it's, not, it's not valid. So if you write to us this week with your five predictions for Season 6 of Game of Thrones, then uh, we, will, uh, we will keep track, we will discuss off-air, and we will uh, assign points to your five predictions, and uh, you may win a special Stark Raven Mad slash Game of Thrones-related prize. We did receive an email from uh, Matthew Burgess this week, who uh, sent us some, uh, some predictions, and we're going to talk about that off-the-air and assign that. Uh, and right now... But big shout-out, Matt. Big shout-out. Yeah, uh, and as, as, as a matter of fact... Does he plug his band? <laughs> He doesn't plug his band, um, but it it says Matthew Burgess, uh, the percussionator. Uh, so you can check out uh, Matthew, just I guess just Google Matthew Burgess, what the he percussionator. Doesn't want any of this information out. First and last name. He's, he's, he's a he's a traveling band member, uh, band person. <laughs> this makes it uh, sound like he's a vagrant. Yeah, he's selling vacuums door to door. Yep. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> so check him out. Trouble, trouble, All right. Trouble. Begins with capital T. All right, uh, so what do you got? First impressions. We're back after 10 months. 
I was so hyped leading up to this episode. Um, I'm leaving it feeling good, but a little unsatisfied. I think. Uh, No, go ahead. Thank you. I think hot start, slow middle, weird end. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Weird writing at some points. Like, I feel like the writers are like, oh, I'm going to throw in a weird little. They got Pussy silly. The yeah, they did get silly. They got a little silly this time, especially with the Dothraki. Yeah. Yeah. Were you done? Yeah, I, I was just, I feel the same. But yeah, yeah, just some weird writing choices. Yeah, and this this was good. I just, I like, it felt like a little bit like a like a, like a a big trailer for yeah. like this season. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> it felt like just... Easing us back into things, uh, so that next week um, we kind of start off. I feel like dominoes are going to start falling pretty, pretty quick. Notice but this we, season or uh, this episode also had for a first episode of a season did have a lot of big moments. Sure, absolutely, uh, we a lot did, of stretches, but a lot of big moments. We did not touch on anyone we hadn't seen last season yet, so we are not revisiting anyone that we hadn't seen. Um, like, what is that? Like a weird reference to Bran? What does that mean? Yeah, like no Bran, no, uh, no uh, Blackfish, no Yara. Like, no people we haven't seen. So in far, four there seasons. was nobody. There was no this. This roster of this season reads the same as season five. Uh, and more or less the almost last episode. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a pick up where we left off on. Yep. Um yeah. Was that weird? Was that a weird way to say that? <laughs> well, I mean, it's just that other than Bran, it's like... There's a ton of people, of people. I, I mean, like, I know, I know the Greyjoys are going to matter. There's a ton like, of people I want to see that, that we didn't see at all last season. So it could have been, like, an episode 11. Exactly. Yeah. Which, you know, we'll get to that. I would have yeah. liked that ending a lot more. That would have been a weird ending. <laughs> cool. Uh, so we are going to jump right in. Uh, start with the uh, recap slash discussion in uh, Bravos. Last season, we were calling it Borvos. Borvos. Mm-hmm. Okay. How are we feeling about that right now? Well, Snorvos. Now. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I really love seeing Arya. I mean, it made me very sad to see her where she was. Um, so we're just kind of rebooting the Arya gets trained by a Bravosi thing, right? Like from the first season. Yeah, I mean, um, my my recap. I'll go through it real fit, real fast. Is Arya's blind, uh, given uh, given one square by some guy. Uh, <laughs> yep. Wave comes up. She Are you listening? Throws bow. Uh, daredevil training. Smash boom crash. See you tomorrow. So that was the wave. You also yeah. left out. Uh, all good Samaritans look away and ignore that they're seeing some woman <laughs> beating a blind person in the street. Yeah. Well, she also had a bow, so I think they assumed that it was evenly matched. Well, all blind people have sticks, so <laughs> I don't think beating up a blind person <laughs> and saying, well, they had a stick, too, counts. Yeah. No, I think I think a lot of people in uh, in Bravos' Bravos's flea bottom uh, just turn the other way. Um, yeah, the, what did the, what was the squiggle square? I thought that was going to be something, but was it just another weird currency? I think just weird money. Yeah. Well, she had a circle. It, it was like their square. their edition of a Canadian quarter. Oh, a toonie? Yeah. She no, she doesn't know. I'm going to... Yeah. Because she's blind, I'm going to just give her... The, she doesn't know. I thought dude was going to, like, swap the coins. That's what like, I thought, too. Like, make, make fucking change like, in the uh, church Like basket. the sticky bandits at Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're the wet bandits. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited about 
where Bravos is going. I don't think it was boring. I just, I, it just was like nothing really new. Like, it, it, if you had asked me like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen in Bravos? I would have been like, oh, Arya's probably going to have to like train as a blind person now and like earn her way back to being super powered. You know, faceless I could have, I could have dealt, I could have uh, enjoyed more of anywhere else more. Um, I think this could have been in an episode down the line, maybe next next episode, depending on what what's uh, going in there, um, with some more Bravo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was, this, there was just this one scene, mm-hmm. right, with mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I think it was more just like fan service, <laughs> uh, just kind of checking in, just like uh, we'll get she's in there. Bit, yeah, we'll give her a couple bucks. Yeah. we'll get on out. <laughs> Fans yeah. will love it. Who said it while we were it watching? Was filler it? on a forty-minute episode. Yeah. Who 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 said it while we were watching it? Like I can't wait to see this happen again next week. Like if this is like six weeks worth of. If this is six weeks worth of watching Arya train, I'm not on board. I don't think it's going to be that. Um, someone mentioned before we began uh, that we didn't bring up the Iron Bank of Bravos last week during our uh, Stone Cold Locks predictions. Who was named after the Iron Bank of Bravos? I mean, well, you yeah, know, what I mean. we didn't talk about uh, it as a... within the predictions, uh, which is odd in itself. Um, I so... don't think it's the oddest thing in the world. Okay. Okay, uh, we keep going. I, I'm sorry. Um, so, what part do we think that the Iron Bank of Bravos is going to play in season six? So this is tough because this is part where the book still has stuff to tell us. Okay. Um, so we've we've been alluded to before in the show that the Iron Bank of Bravos uh, is owed quite a sum. Yeah. From the crown. Yeah. So I think that's... And, and the Iron Back of Bravos will get its due. Like, they get their money. And that's when... Uh, that was Stannis' whole thing to them. Like, yo, back me. Mm-hmm. I'll get your money back. Well, now Stannis is theoretically dead. Like, we certainly didn't get any new information to say that he's anything other than dead. Yeah. Um, this episode. And I feel like Here's this is the reality where you're... Uh, relatives would inherit that debt <laughs> rather than just like oh he's dead well okay. it's just the crown the it's literally the crown it, it's yeah. it's whatever we are going to find out at some point that some character that we've known the entire time has been the shadow owner of the Iron Bank of Bravos oh yeah yeah the shadow owner yeah it's going to be like the person in like either the owner or the sole like the sole person in charge of it I would be very willing to believe that a character we've known the whole time is the Iron Bank of Bravos is like like they've got a mole over in over in Westeros like I don't know uh, I would have said the spider before he vamoosed, but um, Varist. I don't know. They're gonna get they're gonna get what's due, and they have the means to buy an army. Yeah, I have a feeling though also that we might have just spent more time talking and thinking about the Iron Bank of Bravos than the writers did. Than the writers, have. I don't. <laughs> yeah. think, I don't think so. Uh, because uh, George R. R. Martin. Has made a big deal of other stories not taking into account the finances of big wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that much. I haven't read. I don't know where book four or five end up. Uh, or four. It's kind of like isn't it, it's like the it's one story but the combined right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. 
Um, so I don't know that just yet. Um, but I got to think that he, they're taking some of that into account. So whether that's going to be... That's where Arya comes into play. Like, that goes against my own Stone Cold lock, which was she heads for Westeros this season uh, at the kind of calling of a Bran. Um, and uh, if it was the Iron Bank kind of using the, the faceless men to, um, you know, she would be a good person to to send uh, to whether it's, I don't know, um, they wouldn't put her on the Iron Throne. Yeah. Um, but, like, kill anybody there, uh, whether it's Cersei or uh, Tommen, uh, Jamie, any of those people that uh, they, they want to kind of collect the, the dead on mm-hmm. in, in a way. Um, she would be a great person to, to send because she knows everything about the place already. Although i got to think that everybody that they're going to send is going to be kind of in a bunker studying maps or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like Navy SEALs. Yeah. Just prepping on the boat, cleaning, assembling and disassembling <laughs> yeah. guns for 24-hour <laughs> yeah, straight. blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I can see that happening. Uh... I don't know something like uh, the idea of like this becoming a financial skirmish. It's just like, please, can we have something more exciting than that happen this season? Well, I, um, I don't think it's gonna. They're gonna spend a lot of time on. You know, we're not. We're not gonna see people pouring over books. It sure is a involved. pretty big. It sure is a pretty big red herring if we don't get back to it because that was a huge thing with Stannis. That's why Stannis being dead is such a red herring to me. Like. Man, did we set up a lot there just to like not watch him die mm-hmm. and just kind of check out. Like it's a whole lot of deposits in that bank for not a lot of withdrawal. Yeah, and we also didn't see Mace Tyrell this yeah. episode. Yeah. Although there was a great opportunity for him to fall downstairs. Great step. Could have said Yalza. So it could be possible. Not, I don't think it would happen, but it could be possible that they. Uh, hold him there because he was the master of coin for mm-hmm. King's Landing, right? For the for the kingdom. He seems like he would love to stay there, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have a great time. Think, thinking that they're torturing him, and he's just like <laughs> he's just like, laughing <laughs> and having a great time the whole time. Yeah. That bank's gotta have a bunch of staircases in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So many staircases. Cool. Just get there and it's green dots. Um, Bravo's thoughts. Anything else? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. We were there. We were there pretty quick. We talked about it three times as long as they were there. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so with Marine, uh, I'm just going to read through a, a quick bit. We'll chat about it. We'll read through a bit more. Chat about it. So on. Uh, Tyrion and Barriss and Marine. Uh, Tyrion tries to give uh, money, uh, but the woman thinks that sh- uh, he wants to eat her baby. Uh, <laughs> Barriss helps translates. Uh, we see that there's a church, um, kind of going over the Lord of Lights. Uh, who is saying something along the lines of, will you wait for the Mother of Dragons, or will you take up flames yourself? Tyrion takes issue with this, um, and uh, asks Varys, have you started looking for um, something? I can't remember exactly what. Uh, little birds have already taken wing. Um, <laughs> uh, little, uh, there, there's a moment where everybody is running, and then we see that much of Marine is burning. Yeah. So unpack that a little. So the thing the, he was asking about was who was behind the Sons of the Harpy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he talked about birds finding a gold mask or whatever. Did anyone think that um, Varys was going to, like, 
like chill with the way he talks a little bit now that he's like away from the whole king and court kind of thing. Like he's like, my birds have flown, and I'm like, you're just talking yeah. to Tyrion. Yeah, but here. what like, is Varys without that? You're right. I don't know. Like I would be interested in seeing that. Like how much of what Varys has portrayed before. Like he, we know he's an actor. We know that he's a, a very adept player of the game. So like now he's just here with his dude that I don't know. I just would be like, yeah, I've got people on it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got a guy. Um, Wheels are in motion. Yeah, just I wanted to that. see way more of this. I'm very excited about this <clears throat> chunk of the scenery right now. Uh, this to me felt like just like a check-in, just like mm-hmm. showing mm-hmm. us this thing. I felt like there wasn't much progressed. The mm-hmm. boats are burned. Yep. But they they're were- not leaving. Mar- like, they weren't going to leave Marine just that easily anyway. They were being watched. Yeah, there was a there was a couple yeah, point of view shots okay. that like there was somebody behind a wall we never saw who it was mm-hmm. so they are being watched yeah whatever that means maybe that's one of his birds his birds are like, no fly away further <laughs> yeah, go further don't watch me watch them <laughs> like oh shoo Sorry. shoo <laughs> so you guys always talk about Varys being like this great like master of disguise in the books they they're not doing that right no. Okay. What do you mean, master of disguise? I feel like in the book, you guys are always like, "Oh, he's purtle, like a master purtle, of disguise." He's, like, he's more in wigs or fun hats, and he never wears anything on the show, and no, he's always bald. He, he no did it once. He did it once in the early season when he like dressed up as. He the, put on a hood. Yeah, he, he put on a hood. Yeah. Wait a second. If Varys puts on a disguise, we wouldn't know, okay? Oh, yeah. So Varys has probably been a lot of characters this whole time. Varys is in every scene. He's a faceless man. (laughs) Varys is a faceless man, confirmed. Who haven't we seen in the same room as Varys at the same time? A dragon. (gasps) Oh, man. Most characters. (laughs) But also, like, what if it's like the prestige where Varys has a Varys lookalike? So when he needs to be somebody else, he can be. So there's That's just like a, a I did not pit, see the prestige. There's just a pit oh, of Varuses. What? Of Varus? Oh, just one, just one I mean, other. He's Varus. the Alfred Borden. He when Varus needs to bounce a ball and then walk out of a door and catch it. Yeah. That's so what maybe he's got. the spooky guy behind the window was just Varus. Varus being like, "Where should I go next?" Yeah. Varus from the future. Mecca Varus. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like this. Uh, I. I am surprised with all their birds flying around that they don't know that something's up with uh, the queen. It's very surprising to me that word has not gotten back. That, uh, that the queen she's got been captured. captured? Yeah. It seems like he's got somebody in that Kalasar. It seems like... What? Why would he have someone in that Kalasar? Because he's got someone everywhere. That's his whole thing. I also we also don't know how much time has passed within this story. Line. I guess that's true. We don't like. Well, it's got to be fresh, right? Because Jon Snow is still lying there. Like well, there's that's... literally twelve hours passed from the events of last season's last episode in this. episode. Well, I, I don't think we should think of everything happening yeah. on the same day. Control. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, but that's the only thing I can really gauge from. I mean, Cersei's hair grew a bit more. Uh, Little Batman seems to have aged. <laughs> Little Batman hit puberty. Yeah. Over, over. I mean, we can suspend belief on on that some. Yeah. Um, but the the one thing they they can't necessarily control that other than recasting. Uh, I wish they would. With uh, with Cersei's hair, they can control that. Yeah. So that's a choice. Yeah. Uh, and they know that how that's going to affect how people view the show. So as far as timelines go, uh, that seems to be much further along. Mm-hmm. Um, 
than um, pretty much everything else. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's besides the point. Next location. Uh, same location. Dario and Jora find some burnt bones. Uh-huh. Uh, and he says something along the lines of, you keep coming back. What's the deal? Uh, why, why do you do that? You're a little bit of a romantic, huh? Uh, and Jora says, you know why I keep coming back. Uh, and he says, uh, you know, you're, uh, I guess you're kind of how I imagine myself to be when I grow old. If you grow old. If you grow old. Jora oh, that's says. That's I thought he was going to rub yeah. his stone <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. Little, uh, little grayscale noogie. <laughs> Um, great scale movie. That, that's, that's such a great name for a hardcore band. Uh, and they they view the field, and it looks like there was just this big festival, and uh, yep. it's uh, Coachella was out there. Yeah, uh, an army, uh, not an army, a, a horde, uh, and of course he finds the ring. Ugh. Uh, in all of that, uh, See, in I, all of that I'm stuff. I'm okay with that. It was narrowed down to a small little green circle. I don't really have a problem with it. I'm just saying, it just seems a little unlikely. Yeah. See, I thought it was unlikely when I saw the preview, but he had the circle. It was like a little circle narrowed down because the horses didn't trample over that area. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that writing. I'm okay. Uh, I'm all right. Okay. I'm all I right. thought Varys' birds would have found it. <laughs> yeah, and carried it's it back. Made of, it's made of cornmeal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he says they have her, and then we get out of there. Yep. Uh, anything? Uh, anything on this? Any other thoughts? This is a boring buddy cop. I we I if they're not fighting, I need their bickering to be a little bit less chummy. Yeah. Uh, like who's the Robert De Niro? Who's the what's the other guy's? Why name? Robert De Niro? Because it's Midnight Run. Oh, okay. baby. Uh, <laughs> I can't even remember that other guy's name. Charles Grodin? Charles Grodin. Who's Charles Grodin? Beethoven's Charles Grodin? Who's Charles Grodin? Who's Bobby De Niro? One. Two. uh, They should get in fights all the time with other people. Just be throwing daggers randomly, throwing spears... And you're like, where did he, why did he throw that spear out of anger? And then, like, it's like... Like, that scene where um, Jorah throws the spear... And it's like, who's... Is he throwing it at Danny? And then hits the other guy? That should happen every episode with these two guys. They should just be at bars and they're just like, it seems like they're arguing with each other. It should be like rush hour. You know, it's like, <laughs> okay. you go this way, I go this way. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting back to back. Which yeah. one's Jackie Chan? Which one's Chris Tucker? Uh, Jorah is Chris Tucker. Yeah. Oh, he gets to, really? he gets to sing Michael Jackson? You think Dario's uh, Chris Tucker? I was definitely going yeah. the other way. Dario's way more smart alecky than... I feel like Jackie Chan's Chan's like yeah, like more like (laughs) no, no, no. You're right. Just like the guy who's been through it all. Anyway, all right. I'll take that one. I'll take that on that. Anything else on uh, Dario Jora? Dario Bora. Yeah, but say more like Snorio and Bora. Like, I'm okay with finding the ring, but like the picking up like the burnt ram skull and being like, "What is this?" It's like really never to get that close to like you know do your else, detective yeah. work. Like, you know is this goat can, or ram? You know anything else uh, that can melt a ram's horn? I'm just not interested in two guys solving a mystery that we know the answer to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. find her. Yeah, and it can't be that far away, right? Uh, I don't know. The other people have horses, right? I mean, she got wherever she was going. On a flying beast, so like theoretically, it could be very far away. What the, the Dothraki no, Sea is super big; it's a continent. Yeah, but still, but where they <laughs> find the ring and where she is is like 
desert. Yeah. Right? Like, that seems pretty far. Yeah. Um, And what drew all of the Dothraki to that spot in the first place? Was it the dragon? I think those Dothraki just they they survived by literally just like cruising around the great the great grass sea and (laughs) pummeling towns they come across, pillaging them for goods and women, and then leaving again. Like that's that's their whole life cycle. Okay, the horse lords are basically the Mongolians. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, all right. So we go to the Dothraki camp. I'm going to read through this and then we'll chat about it. Uh, Danny's tied up. She's getting whipped, uh, and she's being taken to Kal Moro. Um, she can understand uh, what they're saying about her, but she doesn't say anything. They're saying some pretty gr- pretty uh, crude stuff. Uh, there is a lot. There's a lot, like a whole lot of Dothraki. Like there is thousands and thousands of Dothraki. Uh, they cut off. Um, uh, they're saying they cut off her head before she casts a spell on you. Uh, that's one of the uh, Dothraki women. Um, uh, and then there's this moment that was already mentioned. Uh, what is better than seeing a naked woman for the a beautiful woman <laughs> oh. naked for the first time? And then they go through this bit where they name as many uh, things that are better. These are five can. things. Yeah. Uh, as she speaks, she says all her titles. Uh, the calls are uh, the call is unimpressed. Uh, you're nobody. I will. I will. Uh, I will lie with you tonight. Nothing. Um, she says, I'm not going to lie with you. Uh, I like her. She has spunk. I was the wife of Khal Drogo. You got moxie. Um, I burn his body. Uh, he says, forgive me. I did not know it is forbidden to lie with a Khal widow. And she says that, you know, okay, well, just take me back home, I guess. He's like, oh, uh, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Uh, you must live out your days with the widows of dead Khals. In Florida. <laughs> yeah. In Florida. <laughs> Sarasota, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what are some thoughts on, on that? Yeah, it just seemed like they, uh, they roll it off their tongue real quick, so they, <laughs> they'll say that a lot. Yeah. This is a very silly group. Yep. Of... Nomads. Yeah. This is a much sillier call than Call Drogo's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I imagine, like, each call, each Kalasar has, like, their own, like, feel. These are the, these are the jokey call, Kalasar. <laughs> Much more loose. Yeah, they're like they're like Kappa House. You know, they're, they're the jokesters. <laughs> it, did, it felt like a little like a frat house on horseback. Yeah, because yeah, they're yeah, making oh, fun yeah. of like sleeping with your grandma and like. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, they were yeah, yeah. super crude. Yeah, super duper crude. Um, I did anyone else feel like that? Just they didn't want to like get another handsome call. Like they wanted to just get like a kind of just a. Stunt double. Just a, yeah, literally. Like they were. Yo, like, I hope that guy who plays that call listens to this podcast, hears the slander, and makes you apologize. Call me. I, I bet he's a good-looking guy. I'm sure he is. I'm just saying, Call Drogo was like drop dead gorgeous, and this guy's just you know he's got a cool beard. Some of those call some of the some of the members of his Colossar, their beards felt very just for men. Yeah, to, to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he felt like the guys that do Call Drogo cosplay. Like, he'd be real good at that. Like, 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 they, just, they went to PAX East, and they were like, him, we're going to make you a stock, kid. You're going to be in pictures. I can't wait to tell my mom. Oh, shouts to everybody who's at PAX East right now. Uh, I'm also surprised they let Danny keep her necklace. Yeah, right. I feel like that's worth money. They're I'll like, how do we that. get, they try to get it off, and it's like, no, that's, that's, no, in, that's, 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 that's pewter. That's part of you. Yeah. I don't know. I'll take it, sell it. Wear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Anything else on the uh, Dothraki side of things? Uh, like Dan- like this is another like aside from like like the Dario Jorah thing is stupid, but this is stupid because <laughs> I feel like it's going to end with a dragon showing up again. Yep. Yeah. So it's like all the stuff that's happening. It's like yeah, she's got the ultimate trump card. Just show up again. Like we already know what the Deus Ex Machina is. Now maybe it doesn't happen that way. I just feel like they keep giving us more and more reasons for these characters not to address the giant issues. Like, like, so this is the re- this is this season's reason why she's not getting to Westeros and making things interesting. Like, she's gonna have to spend a season getting getting rid of the call, like not going to Vase Dothrak and joining the old. The old retirees. Oh, maybe she unites all of the calls. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like or just all the call widows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, ladies. It's basically the best day for me. She starts the Colossar D A R. Then it's like dedicating cannons and. It's the first Cows Club, and I'm the host. Um, so. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Uh, anything else on the Dothraki? We did see, uh, you, you mentioned it briefly, David, um, about the dragon. We I do remember seeing within the trailer or one of the TV spots uh, the shadow of a dragon kind of going over the... A bunch of horsemen. A bunch of Dothraki, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Something... We, we know we know that's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that will play play a part in her... Kind of getting the upper hand on these uh, on this particular uh, horde, and uh, kind of turning it to her favor. Mm-hmm. Go. All right. Uh, then we will move over to uh, King's Landing. Okay. We're going to King's Landing. Mm. Uh, so Cersei. More like king size mattress. I'm sleeping on land. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Sorry, <it was> a <laughs> really long sleep pun. All right. Uh, so, uh, Cersei is, is there, uh, she gets news that a ship has come down into the, uh, come into the harbor, uh, the mountain, there's this quick shot of the mountain slash, uh, Sir Robert Strong. Yep. Uh, who's just real creepily kind of just standing at the, uh, at the bay, um, at the harbor, uh, and they have Marcella right on the deck, uh, not even down below, but just like right up in there, first thing, first thing to be seen. Uh, they were on a launch. What's that? They were on a launch. They weren't on the main boat. They were on the boat that you take to shore. They were in a smaller boat? Yeah, but it was a one-story boat. Okay. All right. I'm well, sorry. I still, didn't mean to ruin it. Still, put her in the back. <laughs> um, uh, Cersei, Drag her. Cersei looks on. She starts tearing up. Uh, there's a moment. Uh, do you remember the first time you saw a dead body? Uh, and then she starts talking about the prophecy. And um, I don't know that we talked about this. Did we talk about this last week? But uh, so Tommen's probably going to die this season. Yeah. It might be next season. So there's Man. a there's that there's that bit there. What do you got? What if Jamie? What's that movie where the guy dies and they just pretend he's still alive? Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> like Jamie just like just <laughs> 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 sitting up wearing glasses or something as they pedal in. I'd give that a or twenty. I'd give that a twenty difficulty. <laughs> Wait, so they're, they're if anybody at Bernie's anyone in the show, you're they're gonna... doing that with Marcella. Yeah, like as they're <laughs> as they're rowing in, just to be like, oh shit. Hi, man. <laughs> Boy. So I'm still alive. Look at this Dornish dance Marcella learned. <laughs> woo, woo. 
you guys can't see what oh, we're doing. Yeah, it's great that this isn't a visual just, medium. Yeah. Honey, just come ashore. Just get no, off the we'll boat. No, we'll stay here in the skiff. I'm <laughs> staying here in the skiff forever. I got a tail. Hi, just lie now. Oh, my, oh, my hand fell off. I got a new hand. My daddy. I mean, uncle. I mean, <laughs> Oh boy, that would make me very happy if that. Took place. Uh, so, what else about the about the prophecy? Do you remember? Uh, it was basically just that uh, your three kids are going to die. Yep. Yeah. Right, uh, and that um, one will be born fairer than you. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's that might be Snow White. Yep. Um, <laughs> Who's uh, to say? Really? And the Huntsman. Don't forget. Yeah, and the Huntsman. Uh, Winter's War coming soon to a theater near you. Um, yeah. Anything, uh, anything else on that bit? Anything on Robert Strong looking creepy? He's creepy. I wish he, he had waved. I feel like... I have Mrs. Marcella on the boat. You're real pretty for I'm, uh, my name's the Mountain. Sir Jeremy, did you hug Marcella too hard? That's how I killed my last rabbit. Well, I remember when the man from Dorm was here, I squished him in the face. That was a fun day. Right, so now... <laughs> Now it's just... Say, what's for dinner? <laughs> I thought we'd have a whole salamander. Because I ate one once and I pooped it out and it rolled around in the dirt. <laughs> I was there. All right. Uh, <laughs> One time I rubbed my brother's face in a big old fire. Uh, so we go into the prison... Uh, where we check in on Marjorie, uh, she's getting she's getting a little little church time, a little scripture read to her. <laughs> sure. Uh, and uh, she take me to church to worship. Oh oh, I got I got I got a new addition to Tough Squad. Oh okay, sure. The, the Septa. Hold on. What? Controversial, but we'll accept it. Let me get through this. Okay. Uh, she's getting some scripture time in. Uh, confess. No, I have nothing to confess. Um. The Septa kind of motions to her. She cowers in the corner as if she's going to be beaten. High Sparrow comes in. Uh, can you tell me who my brother is? Uh, no, but Tom misses you. Confess. I have nothing to confess. And that's that. Uh, what do you got? Um, I, I think they're going to. I think Marjorie's going to get turned into a zealot. Really? I think, I think that's where this is going. Interesting. I think that High Sparrow is uh, being nice to her. It's a little good cop, bad cop. He's yeah. converting her. Like, uh, like, like Meg on the leftovers. Ooh. Ooh spoiler. Could be. Could be. Spoiler. Because <laughs> the, the leftovers. The High Sparrow knows here. that ultimately he needs a crown that is strong and supports them. Growing strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and so, and, and, and I think his way, I think his way to that is through Marjorie right now. Cersei's on her way out. Not without the bell. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're talking about Cersei like that, I've been ordered to give you a kebab. Right, we're we're just degrading into Barney. Kebab. Uh, oh, one thing I read uh, recently, and I didn't know it. Maybe you, maybe you, you book readers knew it. Uh, but Jorah is the uncle of Loras, 
and Marjorie. What in real life? No, in 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 the show. In the show, in the Jorah Mormont. Yes, yeah. is, is is a high garden uncle. Yeah, I mean yeah. by marriage. Okay. By marriage. Okay. Uh, one of Mace's one of his wives. What's that? Mace's wife is a Mormon. I only have eyes. One of Jorah's wife. One of Jorah's wives is a uh, I guess a Tyrell. I Wait, only have eyes for one wife? girl old yeah. enough to be my niece. Yeah, I think I think it said that his second wife was a, uh, uh, it was a was Tyrell, something like that. Um, we'll check it out, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty tight. It's a fun. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. What do you got, a Hunter? I know one of his wives was a a lady from across the sea who bankrupted him. <laughs> like that's his big deal. Uh, he got scammed. Yeah, that was Lynette's <laughs> no, high tower. She just she just had fine tastes. Lynette's high tower. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, now, oh, is Mace's wife a high tower? Is that? Yeah. Uh, so uh, Jorah's wife, Lynette's high tower, was sister to Allery Tyrell Nay High Tower, uh, who is the wife of Lord Mace Tyrell, which makes Jorah. The uncle of Loris and uh, Marjorie. Yeah, I don't think he gives a shit, though. But that's neat. It is Isn't neat. It is a neat. Little... It's so neat. It's a, and it's a good pull. How yeah. did you pull that? Where did you find but that? I don't remember where I saw it. another man, and they got married, it's like uncle by marriage, so they're not married, so it's like ex-uncle, right? <laughs> it would be great if it was like this Brewster's Million situation, where, uh-huh. <laughs> where they get Taurus so down on his luck. <laughs> no. Uh, where he's just so down on his luck. Uh, and then something. Uh, there's a war uh, between uh, every other kingdom. He's just off uh, kind of galloping around with Dario. And somebody just comes up and just says, Hey, you inherited, you are, you inherited all of uh, the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then he dies. And you need it. to spend it with, within 24 hours. Yeah. And you get the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else on uh, Marjorie, Loris? Uh, any of those? Uh, what's going on? Because Marjorie's so. I mean, he's her brother, but she's she seems she seemed inordinately concerned with his well-being. They're very close. Yeah, They're that close. Seems, this, yeah. that's this, not this ring. All right. Yeah, that's not just out like, of the ordinary for this world either. I almost felt like it was just her wanting to see someone that she could connect with, sure. like. That seemed like her closest bet. I'd have been like, "I'm the queen. Bring me my, bring me the, bring me the queen of thorns." Like, talk to me. Queen of thorns. We saw her got get boxed out last season. Yeah, but yeah, she tried to do her work. She said, she said, "I'm the or old sleeve." I am the queen, and I demand to see. Get out of my face. She said, "I'm the queen, and I demand to see my brother or somebody." Yeah. Uh, and they said, "Sinners can't make demands." Yeah. Sinners can only confess. Yeah. Yikes! Ouch! Uh, anything else on King's Landing? Any 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 thoughts? Any alterations to locks that may have popped up? Cersei's going to go very hard this yeah. season. We are venturing dangerously close to one of Whitney's locks, <sighs> and it might come and go. I know. I thought I was out this time, but then I think I still have one more episode. Which which when, lock? When they uh, hugged, when they hugged, I really wanted Cersei just to whisper in his ear, like. Where's Marcella? Like, <laughs> we're gonna go find her right now. We gotta Bogey. say what we're talking about. Oh, this is the lock that Jamie and Cersei will make 
make love under their dead, <laughs> bod- dead daughter's body. Oh, I love oh, <laughs> She's on top. Marcella's on top. This is all part of our. Iron oh, Marcella's not on top. Presents. But I will say, is this jumping ahead? Who's gonna make Marcel's cookie eyes now? Because <laughs> yeah, let's get right to it. Let's wait, get to it. wait, wait. Are we to believe that Dude and Dorn makes all the cookie eyes for the seven? No, kids? but he was he making hers. He's got an Etsy shop. He's just an artisanal <laughs> cookie eye maker. Look, he was on the boat, and they had nothing but time. So he's like, oh, my well, like. He wasn't on the boat. He was back at Dorn. No, no he was not. Boat. This. Hold on. This is a good point to bring in the question I brought up earlier. Is where the hell did this take place? Uh, so let's go to uh, Dorn, Dorn, let's Dorn, go Dorn, to Dorn, and that will come up. Uh, so Dorn is walking around talking about Oberyn, how great he was. He was born to be an adventurer. I was born to rule. Um, uh, uh, he gets a scroll. Uh, this just in: Prince Marcella is dead. Uh, and as he's reading this, boom, slap, uh, stab, um, Kaplawi. Yeah, he's now dead. Um, what is what is her name? Alaria Sand. Sand. Oh. Uh, stabs him uh, and the uh, what's what's his Ario name? Hota. Ario Hota. Uh, also also done. Uh, then we we go to uh, Tristane who is making cookie eyes for Marcella. Marcella. Uh, sand snakes show up um, and they give him the choice. Uh, you can either die by her or die by me. I'm going to choose the whip. Uh, he turns his back. Idiot. Spear. To the to the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, boom, dead. So, as somebody pointed out in the middle of the episode, uh, more happened in this one scene than happened in most of the entirety of season five in Dorne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was still terribly it? delivered. Um, wait, so you're telling me that that Tristane was on the boat with Marcella? He was. Yeah. That he was, was right outside of King's Landing. Yes. Now I'm disagreeing with that because remember at last season when she gave her like the kiss of death, all three of them were standing on the dock watching yeah. the boat sail. Away. And at what point did they let the Sand Snakes get on that boat with them? But Tristane was going with them to be uh, on like Dora's representative council. on the small council. Right. I guess, but like. I think they I... snuck on that boat. They swam out. That seems like something that you'd want to just throw a 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm very confused because you know, I did yeah. show a little I, arm coming up onto the I bow. think that he was supposed to go there to be on that small council, yes. But what? We're just cool with the sand snakes on that boat then? Like, I, they might have snuck on, yeah. Yeah. But he was painting cookie eyes. I'm cool with this because the boat docked and Jamie, like, we don't know what the time period it was. There were probably people on that boat, like, like, they might have said, like, yo, Tristane, sit tight because we've got a situation called Marcella's dead. Yeah, you And you are persona non grata in yeah, King's Land. You might not be needing to see a Dornish face right now. All right, so. So shit's going to hit the fan way sooner than than I thought. If, if he's. If, if they're, there. they're on this uh, smaller boat with Marcella's body prominently displayed, uh, headed towards King's Landing. Mm-hmm. This is taking place on this bigger boat mm-hmm. where they have taken a smaller boat uh, and somehow gotten aboard, which means that the at least two of the three Sand Snakes mm-hmm. are right outside King's Landing. Yeah. Yeah? You know, what the, you know what's going to happen? Cersei's going to go to Robert Strong and he's going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's going <laughs> 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 to me! 
to kill a pretty snake lady for you. Squish him with my fist. She's got a whip. Ow, don't whip me like that. That's too around my arm. That tickles. Don't try to stab me in the head. My head's just the big old blood bubble right now. Don't you point that toothpick at me. <laughs> All right. We'll do that at least uh, so twice more this episode. There, as best we can tell, there are. Tristane is dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's I pretty confirmed. I didn't finish. Uh, as best we can tell, Tristane is dead on the boat just in the King's Landing Harbor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. This can only get worse. Yeah, real quick. This can only get pretty, pretty bad. Uh, So they're going to, I guess, not show these sand snakes getting off this boat, just as they didn't show them getting on this boat, um, and probably just sneaking into King's Landing, causing little havocs uh, like uh, Ramsey did with uh, with Stannis. Stannis. guerrilla warfare. Yeah, that's a sidetrack, but real quick. We didn't really bring up Stannis in the in the locks that I remember. Um, the director, one of the directors, just as with Jon Snow, has said that he is dead. We saw a good amount of Stannis in the previously on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But they also so, added in a squishy killing noise when that I don't think was in the original. So I just want to get a just a quick room temp. Uh, alive or dead, Rob? Alive. Whitney. Dead. Hunter. Regretfully dead. David. Dead. Okay. I also think he's dead. Um, no, I'm going alive, actually. Yeah. Everybody else who died in the previous episode, they showed... Like, Marcella's was ambiguous. They showed her corpse. John, they showed his corpse. Although, who knows? Uh, they didn't show Stannis' body. But I feel like it showed that Stannis had no one left to care about him. Like, sure. it showed people caring about who these who died. I feel like Stannis burned all his bridges and he was left with no one. That's true. That would be my feeling on it. Yeah, I'm 50-50 right now, but I'm going with alive. Yeah, I think he's dead. Um, my One of my locks last season was that Stannis was alive, that he would end up becoming the next Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Um, uh, I've since changed that to him being dead and Davos becomes the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, which um, I still got to go back and forth with, but can't change the lock. It's the whole point of the lock. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else on on Dorne? Born. <laughs> I think they responded to criticism. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, you wow. think this is boring? Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. It also, but it also like pretty much completely negates everything that happened. Yeah. Now, uh, so Alaria Sand is the de facto ruler of Dorne. Nobody else is there. I mean, everyone else is dead. I guess. She said, excuse me, and I think I quote, uh, a weak man will never rule Dorne again. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess she's ruler. But I don't know. I, look, I don't know how many hours we spent in Dorne last season. Too uh, many. But, like, whatever amount of minutes we spent in Dorne could have been reduced to to Jamie showing up on a diplomatic mission to get Marcella back and then having the Sand Snakes do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was all filler. That was all filler last season. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we're going to find out 
is that a lot of shit that happened last season was just filler. Yep, that was the that was the season that time forgot. It was yeah, it was it was a, it was a, uh, not enough butter spread over too much toast. Yeah, as we've said, uh, too much toast. All right, uh, so we're going to Winterfell. Mm. Uh, so Ramsay is kind of, sort of, but not really eulogizing Miranda. Um, and pretty much tells a story about the hounds and how much she loved the hounds and she could really do whatever she wanted with the hounds and, uh, hey, everybody, why don't you just feed her to the hounds? Yeah. Um, Roos, uh, we see, um, and he asks Ramsay, do you know who struck the winning blow? No. It's a shame. Uh, I'd reward that man. Uh, they will come and, uh, we need the Norse to face it. So, uh, they're expecting people to want to come and take them out. Uh, and we're going to need all of the North to face them. Uh, and you played games with Sansa and Theon, and now they're gone. Um, and now that Sansa is gone, so is your chance of producing an heir. Yep. Uh, so, Fat Walda... Better um, hope she's got a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Roos is playing some... Roos is playing some games, but also uh, speaking a lot of truths. And Ramsey's face is not enjoying it. <laughs> no, he's got sad face yeah, the whole time. Big time sad face. But he's uh, like, my guys, my boy, my dogs, God noses, they'll find them. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They sure, they sure found him. Uh, before we get to the finding, anything on anything else on that interaction? This is one of the best. This is one of the best relationships in the show in terms of like being interesting to watch, like. The way that he cowers under his father is just... After you see how he is when no one else is around and he's got all the power, it's like... Yeah. Great. (laughs) I got nothing bad. One thing I'll add, and I said this to Rob earlier, was that I feel... I had just rewatched earlier today the episode 9 and 10 of season 3. Uh, and I feel like this season is going to be, in many ways, a sister season of season three, uh, where there can be a lot of season three and four cut out, uh, and you can kind of sandwich them together and see how things play out. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be pretty neat to be, uh, to, to, to see. Um, it's going to... Yeah, it'd be interesting to go back and like see the machete order of uh, of Game of Thrones and like what order would be the most you know yeah where could we cut out some crap yeah well I mean there there's characters that are rumored uh, and predicted to be back uh, within this ep- within this season that haven't been seen since season three mm-hmm. uh, there are um, areas that haven't been seen since season three that we that we may see so there's a whole lot within season three. That uh, is season six uh, may may bring may come back, so I think that's going to be neat. Um, all right, so then we cut to Sansa and Theon running uh, cross the river or be eaten by hounds. That's the choice. Um, then they cross the river. Uh, they kind of warm up a little bit by a tree. Have this nice little hug, hug warming up thing, <laughs> hug warming up moment. Um, and then very quickly startled by the hounds, uh, and Theon says to her, uh, go to the wall, Jon Snow is Lord Commander, that's where you need to go. They separate, um, he confronts, uh, the, the soldiers, um, and where is Lady Bolton? Uh, Lady Bolton is dead, uh, he's about to be killed, uh, Sansa is captured, 
Uh, and then all of a sudden, Brienne. Brienne comes in la, with, uh, la, 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 with Podrick. Uh, Podrick ends up getting a kill. Um, then there's this moment where Podrick kind of one-on-one, uh, and then Theon saves Podrick. Brienne lays down her uh, lays down her sword in front of Sansa, takes the oath. Um, Best moment of the episode for me. Yeah, uh, and I have here. She's like she's kind of the the Jura. She's like the female Jura uh, within <laughs> within this world right now, where she just keeps getting rejected and keeps just coming back and then trying to prove herself. But eh, okay, but Jura is it's all romantic. Like Brienne is just trying to serve. Like she's she wants someone that she can serve that's not just going to die immediately. I think the the reasoning behind it is irrelevant to me. Okay. Um, so much as just the the fact that it's the, right. that that is the case. All right. Um uh, I vow always have a place in I think and if if you guys remember it, I vow always have a place in my heart. Uh, meat and mead at my table, uh, and Sansa is kind of answering it and doesn't remember what the things, what the so words sweet. are. Uh, Podrick jumps in because he's super good at all of this stuff. Yeah. I remember where he was kind of spotting all of the, all the, all the flags when um, I think the Martell, Martell contingent was was coming in. Uh, so he's he knows all of that stuff. So he's helping out with all the words, uh, and uh, yeah. So she's she's kind of welcomed back into the Stark fold, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Which, if I may, kind of can help push my lock. Okay. Uh, which is that she goes on Sansa's orders to the twins uh, to to help take out uh, Walder Frey. Or it could help push my lock. That she's ordered to go find Rickon and gets shut down. By Rickon? <laughs> yeah. Just saying, I'm still in it. <laughs> still in it. I don't want you to be anywhere near me. I don't uh, trust you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything, David? Nothing. Rob? Hunter? Oh, uh, I. Oh, go ahead. You go. I'm just glad we didn't see a lot of dogs getting murdered because. <laughs> they just scooted. I think they got liberated as well. That's what I'm going to think, is they were like, oh, thank God. Like, we didn't really want to kill you guys. We were just doing it because these guys are real mean to us. And so as soon as, like, the bad guys start getting killed, those dogs are like, we're free, too. That's how I'm going to think of it. Because they just disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I was happy to get a cool sword fight in. It was very nice. Although... Look, Pod's bit was basically just bouncing his sword off the other guy's sword for like five yeah. minutes and let's, then one stab. Let's talk about how terrible of a sword fighter that other guy was. Yeah. Right? That Pod took him down. Just yeah. both of them bouncing their swords, like just sticking their hands out, sword, sword in fist. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was nice to see Brienne like look competent for once. Yeah. So I'm just always ready for her to fuck things up when she walks on screen, just like make a real mess of things and then be embarrassed. <laughs> or just swatch a candle for a few episodes. I almost thought that was that's what she was gonna do this whole season, is just be like looking for that candle. Still looking. Now that I've killed Stannis, back to my candle. <laughs> she <Hi>. what? <laughs> that's what happens in episode ten. <laughs> Welcome to Candle Time with Brienne of Tarn. 
I'm your host, Brianna Vitar. And Pad's like, hey, I heard word that uh, she's gone. And she's like, no, no. Scandal watching. This week, votives. <laughs> it was good to see Theon being, like, assertive also. Yeah. He's getting his, uh, he's, he's getting a little bit of his Theon back. I think he looks better this season, like... I even started calling him Theon again. Like, in my head, I'm calling him Theon and not Reek. He made yeah. a kill? Got a kill, yeah. He yeah. sure did. Lot, it's, it's, it, was, it was a bad day for the back of skulls <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. yeah. David? I already passed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that takes us to the wall. Mm. Uh, uh, so I'm going to leave this a bit open, see how this goes. Um, so what, what, do you, what, do you, what are some thoughts on the wall storyline? Quick question. Yeah. Has Ghost always had red eyes? Yes. Yeah. Did not notice. Before. Cool. Well, yeah. that'll do it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Ghost, it. That's Ghost the was, um, he was he was the worst of the litter. He's albino. Yeah. yeah. Is there a more politically correct way to say that now? I don't think hmm? that's Albert Bino. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not PC? I just call him right, white and, bl- and bloody eyes. Uh, I'm one now. <laughs> the wall. The wall. Um. So we start like pretty much. We might yeah. must be a like just right off the heels of season. Yeah, test, still uh, steam. Season five, yeah. Still yeah. steam coming off of snow. So yeah, you know, the man sees John's body and he's like, "All right, get that into a house." Yeah, and they're like, "He's for he's sure dead." Jules. My man is Davos. Yeah, my man Davos. Uh, he says uh, all of John's boys come through, which are like four of them. Uh, and Melisandre's like, "Yo, I just fucked up everything, didn't I? I had all these predictions, and none of them are right." This is donkey talk. So meanwhile, Alistair Thorne's in the other room being like, yo guys, I killed Jon Snow, but it's, I did what I had to do. And everybody's like, he okay. He going to kill us. Yeah. Everybody's like, just like, cool with that. And I think it's because they never really cared about Jon anyway. Um, they just love a good speech. I feel like yeah, Jon Snow got elected so off of a good speech. Very yeah. easily swayed. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... You know, Davos is like with his men. For some reason, they're like, we gotta... They're gonna kill us because we're loyal to Jon Snow. Uh, they were basically listening to Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Great. He's bringing, uh, he's bringing giants. He's bringing rapists. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like convincing all these idiots. Uh, meanwhile, Davos is like, yo, we got one chance to get out of here with our necks. And that's if we go to get the, we get the wildlings, we tell them to come through and F everybody up. Well, he says in a much more poetic way. Oh, does he? We are not the only ones who owe our lives to Johnson. Yeah. Uh, so they. So he sends. Uh, he sends Dolores Ed uh, to go get the wildlings. Meanwhile, they're just keeping. They're just hunkering down in the thing. Davos, like, kind of stupidly, I think. Or not Davos. Uh, Alistair's like, listen, I'll give you to Nightfall to leave. Yeah. If you're gonna crush him, just crush him. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's hoping that there will be an easy. That he can get them to come out easily, and so they can. He's thinking, uh, even if I lose five men in this, that's still like I'm down like to two hundred men. That's a decent clip. I don't think they want to build a new door. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> door building. Like that looks like a nice door. I don't think they want to break it down and have to get. A new so one. anyway, they, you know, they they're like, all right, guys, we have until nightfall for the for the wildlings to show up. We have to come up with a home alone style plan. <laughs> Uh, to create some traps. I wonder what some, Melisandre's up to. They get some pink cans. Yeah. I wonder what Melisandre's up to. Oh, Melisandre's just in her room, admiring herself. <laughs> she turns. She's looking nice. Wait a second. 
why does she look like Daenerys for a second in the mirror? Oh, no, it's not at all what you think. Apparently, her necklace creates the illusion of youth. It's a glamour. Uh, she's got glamour. It's and actual she, magic. And she's actually a hag. Yeah. Big yep. time hag. Yep. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys. Sure. She's an old woman. She's yeah. an old lady. <laughs> she's, she's a hag. <laughs> And, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> Tumbling down, Mike. <laughs> old, the old woman who's just super comfortable sleeping in the nude in the cold of winter. Like, those foxes must have been real warm. And so, so yeah. old woman, this might be inappropriate. Old woman that is still very cleanly shaven. Like, <laughs> that's where I was like, oh, that is just... Oh, yeah, yeah, there's no pubes. Well, my guess is that what she does is she shaves her pubes with the young woman charm on. But it's like, it's still her old pubes. <laughs> you know? And My so question <laughs> is: Is this just like her? You know what? Let's just. I'm just gonna be me. Uh, or is this her nightly ritual where she's like? This was be... my question. As well. Or is she planning an escape? And yeah, she's that's a good leave. escape. <laughs> How'd that old woman get in here? because <laughs> <laughs> oi, have you seen a hot redhead around? Oh, you, oh, crone. Well, they did say like you could take the red. Redheaded woman, or leave her with us. They're yeah, that mean, was like no one's gonna wanna. Yeah, we'll as take you her. guys are saying, what are you calling her, a hag? Um, what if one of what if I, one of the Nights Watch like finds that necklace and he's like, <laughs> oh, this is nice, and puts it up and he turns into a lady. <laughs> now all the white Nights Watchmen are just like. Every night, one of them has to be the lady. So the and necklace, just like, the necklace is. Uh, the necklace is so specific to gender, too. What? Where it's, it just doesn't make anybody younger. It makes them a young woman. Yeah. It makes them bad so women. So which Night's Watch person would be the most attractive young woman? If Wait, no, no, no. If it's a glamour, it would make anyone that person. It would make anybody look like Melisande. Yeah. No, if it's a it glamour. Them... It's not... Uh, That's the equivalent of... <clears throat> that, that necklace is the magical equivalent of putting on a mask. Yep. It's the same mask. Mm, I, think I don't it's know. Like Fountain of Youth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I. I, I think it's kind of. Uh, I think it's a lot of assumption. It's I not. It's a lot. It's, I think uh, you're like, like, a I, lot I don't want to know about magic. This, I don't want to be this guy. But um, these things exist in the book, and they happen yeah. more in the book. Yeah. And it's like a very clear thing where they appear as one person with the thing on, and then they take the thing off, and they appear as themselves. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this: Did she design this look? Did she, or is this the look of somebody else? Where it's like Polyjuice Potion from Harry Potter, and there's uh, it's an exact person. I think that's unclear. That's yeah. unclear. When um, so she designed this Melisandre, this look. This is a small detail, but when Tyrion and is it Varys or Varys or whatever there are in where, right before Tyrion gets kidnapped and they see the other woman preaching about the fire mm-hmm. God is she wearing a necklace no I think she's just hot could be <laughs> um, she's not hags what to what ends is what what's what's going down with this is she did anyone else think that she was gonna like I thought she was gonna die I thought she was gonna like sacrifice herself to save Jon Snow I thought she was I don't just, know how I don't know how that would have worked but oh I didn't think that I thought she was just gonna be like everything I knew was a lie and she was like I'm just gonna die of old age oh that would be this show that would be just let's set up that and just have someone kill themselves with no like I thought she was just like a, like yeah. everything's been a lie well I feel like that's kind of what's being set up in this episode is that she is feeling that everything that she's done has been for nothing and what does she have to lose? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's probably, I mean, if it goes down that path, 
there's probably going to be something that spurs her to think that she needs to do this one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that one thing being save Jon Snow, and it probably may take her life. Uh, let's never forget the <laughs> story of, is it Thoros? Is that him? Thoros of Mir. Thoros of Mir. Is he the guy who brings back, uh, what's his face? Yeah, uh, Dungarian. Yeah. He's like, yo, my, my, you know, I, my stuff came through at my darkest time. I hit a pit, my friend died, I was sad, and I asked for help. Mm-hmm. Melisandre getting rid of this glamour is her hitting rock bottom. This is the magical red woman equivalent of uh, breaking up with your girlfriend and throwing on the sweatpants, taking out the pint of Ben and Jerry's, and just uh, starting the Golden Girls from season one and just going and just riding through. So, so I think we're at our darkest moment. Yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, I mean, casting news that came in after late out of the gate last week, like Thoros is yes in the uh, season. That uh, spoiler alert! Uh, but there was after we recorded our uh, predictions, there was news that uh, confirmed that Thoros of Mir will appear in season six. Uh, we don't know in what capacity, uh, but of course, I'm going to side with my own lock. Uh, that uh, it will be as part of the Brotherhood uh, without banners, uh, and uh, we may see that particular character that has yet to be seen within the within the show. All right, David, okay. would you like to add to your lock of um, is it Melisandre having sex with John on fire? Yeah. Do you want to double down if it's old Melisandre or new Melisandre? Oh, at this point, it's only old Melisandre. <laughs> it's got to be old, right? If it's that new Melisandre, I won't take the points. I will take the points. But, yeah. That's very funny. Just yeah. wondering. Yeah. Old Melisandre. I mean, this to me immediately made me think of The Shining, the, the bathtub scene. It was... Uh, gross. Yeah. Yep. That was it. Then that, that's how the show that that was the cliffhanger. Yep, a forty-four minute show, just like a normal show with commercials. Uh, just a couple quick things. There was one moment, uh, not necessarily things to, to chat about, just that I noted uh, was uh, Ghost, poor Ghost, Aww. nudging at uh, John's lifeless body, um, and uh, one of the Night's Watchmen saying, "We all die today." Uh, I say we do our best to take Thorn with us when we go. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, just just a couple, couple quick things. Uh, I don't know... I don't know how they get out of this. Well, I guess that's for next week, right? Yeah. Or week after that. You know how <laughs> they get out of this? Yeah. The wildlings. Well, yeah. But I guess, um, or they don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we said that many times last season too. Is that there are only a couple hundred Nights Watchmen, but there are thousands of Wildlings. Yeah. So I feel like that giant's making a a cameo. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Right? One one. Yeah. We're putting uh, up. We putting up one one. Uh, anything? Uh, nope. Anything else on the episode as a whole? Anything you were hoping to see that you didn't see this episode? Mm, yeah, Iron Man. Cool. 
I wanted to say Iron Man. Oh, uh, the like Greyjoys. Yeah. Okay. Um, for some reason, I just yeah. my mind couldn't separate Marvel. <laughs> um, I wanted to see the Ironborn. Yeah. Okay. Ironborn. Um, Hunter. Uh, no. I don't think there's anything I specifically needed to see in the first episode that we didn't see yet. Okay. Yeah, Wait. I'm on that. I'm on that same ship. David. No. All right. Uh, so, we talked about it a little bit already. Uh, Stone Cold Lock Check-In. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Uh, Stone Cold Lock Check-In. I have everybody's locks here. Nobody had a lock <laughs> that went through. No, uh, we had there. some near misses. Uh, Whitney's lock of, uh, uh, Jamie and Melissa, I mean, Jamie and, um, Cersei having sex on Marcella's corpse. Not on. Near. <laughs> near Marcella's corpse is in danger of passing us. But... The preview led us to leave, but I still a minute. But if they put her in a tomb and they have sex near the tomb way later in the season, I'm calling that out. Hope's oh, yeah, still that get away. that. Hope springs eternal. Um, other than that, um, some progress. Mike talked at length about his progress and his own locks. As I um, will continue to do. I feel like um, someone will have sex with Jon Snow. Partic- I mean, or rather, Melisandre will have sex with Jon Snow's corpse on fire. Is looking pretty nice. Whether as the <laughs> hag or as the uh, it's old red woman. woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, that is... Twilight Giants man still alive. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, yeah, so th- those are the only locks that had a little bit of progress. Well, I feel uh, like also the stairs. We, saw we didn't even see stairs. We saw stairs, we so saw we know they exist. <laughs> they have stairs in Bravos. Yeah, one part of the them. equation has been fulfilled. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure Ario Hota said, Yowza! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, sweet tweets. First of all, the, uh, the jingle. <laughs> sweet tweets! <laughs> Great. Uh, just a couple tweets uh, that we liked, a couple shout-outs. Yo, by the way, follow us at SRM Podcast. Um, we like to interact. Um, so just a couple... Uh, <laughs> a couple that I really enjoyed. Uh, so first of all, this one happened uh, just as Ramsey uh, fed was said feed uh, Miranda to the dogs. Uh, at is a Jeep writes. So which one of y'all got that Ramsey Spotify playlist? <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, at GQ Blue writing about uh, Jorah Mormont's condition. You're about to be easy e out here with that grayscale. Kind of <laughs> speaks to uh, your lock, uh, yeah. although we don't know if. Oh, easy. that was another lock. I, I thought he was going to rub it on his face. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and then uh, a winner of sweet tweet of the night. You knew it was going to happen, revolving around uh, Melisandre transformation and uh, Cinnamon Girl at Nick Ju writes way lol. She took off her makeup, her weave, her eyelashes, and her spanks. <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. Uh, this has been your uh, special edition of brr, 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 Sweet Tweets. Cool. Uh, winners and losers, what do you got? Uh, my winner is Brienne. She <sighs> finally did it. She did it. Loser. Guy who got killed by Podrick. Come on. Do better sword fights. That's the worst. Uh, I'm gonna have maybe a controversial winner. I'm gonna, uh, Melisandre. You know what? She, uh, realized beauty isn't everything. Uh, I think she's gonna finally accept who she is and, you know, just work with her true self and not try to get by on her looks all the time. Uh, 
loser, I don't know his name, is... I don't know his name either. The, <laughs> uh, the Prince of Doran's bodyguard. I feel like... Arrowhotep. Yeah, I felt bad for him. Like, yep. I feel like he probably thought he was buddy-buddy with all those other guards, and they didn't give a shit about him. Yeah. Yeah, he just went down and was like, hey, like maybe he would join them. Who knows? Probably not. Uh, my winner is um, the writer that got his uh, the best five things in life joking uh, under the gun. Yeah. That, that was a win for whatever writer did that. Um, Killing another cow. <laughs> yeah. Loser. Uh, the men of Dorne. <laughs> All at once. Yeah. All the important men in Dorne. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got I got to jump on everybody's back with the loser. I think it's the Dorn guys. Um, but special special loser t- hat tip to uh, Daenerys who uh, was like, yeah. If nothing else fails me, I always talk good when I need to. And then he's like, all right, we're taking you back to the old wives' club. So, yeah. Damn it. Um, my winner is uh, my winner Sansa by virtue of Brienne's cool shit. Um, she's kind of got like a little. She got a little crew now. And that's fun. Go. Uh, my loser is Cersei. Uh, because each time right now where she has a little bit of a win, she has a very, very big setback. Uh, she got out of the uh, custody, I guess, the capture uh, of the High Sparrow and the Sparrows. And now she is... Uh, she finds that her daughter is is dead. Uh, and that this... Uh, not not just that, but that this prophecy is really proving to be coming true, uh, and she can pretty much anticipate that Tommen is going to die next. Uh, so that's got to be pretty bad for her. Um, and the winner, I'm going to go with Brienne, um, and uh, she is uh, yeah, she had a she had a great moment. Uh, she came in, she saved the day, and it worked out for her. Um, she was not turned away. She is now. Um, in the service of the of House Stark, uh, and that just from the standpoint of the of everything we've been through on this show, uh, feels great to be able to say just even the words House Stark. Yeah, seriously. Um, so that's pretty neat. Yeah, cool. No, 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 no. cool. Um, we didn't do plugs, so uh, let's start. In reverse, what do you got coming up, David? Uh, David Danella, you can see me at the Philly Improv Theater a bunch. I'm in shows every week. Rob Lassiani, you can hear me on uh, the Spincast podcast. Uh, my buddy Jack O'Keefe and I do a podcast all about listening to albums. I think this week we might be talking about Lemonade. Ooh. Uh, this is Whitney, you can see me with Hoffman at Philly Improv Theater most Saturday nights. Uh, for me, Hunter Steffes, you can see me in, uh, on Big Baby at Philly Improv Theater. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I think uh, our The Challenge podcast will be coming back. Yeah. Uh, RUD2F, you can follow that at RUD2F podcast on Twitter. Cool. And for me, you can go to MikeMarback.com, uh, stream different episodes of, of this podcast, as well as some other podcasts covering Better Call Saul. If you were a fan of that show, check out Breaking Goodman. Uh, the Strain podcast covering um, The Strain, uh, which is called Bloody Sunday. And uh, The Leftovers, we talked about it earlier. You can check out Reheated. And uh, a, lot, a bunch of Philly Improv Theater stuff. If you're in the Philadelphia area and you're looking to get involved in comedy, all of us uh, are performers at the Philly Improv Theater. Uh, so check out shows, check out classes at fitcomedy.com. And you can follow me on Twitter, especially if you like uh, political 
um, political stuff. That's pretty much all I'm doing right now, and that's at Mike Marbeck. And I don't think he said it, but it's at Philly D E E Way, and that's David's. Cool. Uh, Vote on Tuesday, guys. Yes, if you're in, especially if you're in uh, several of those states, got to do it. Um, that's all I got. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.